0: To the Unapologetically Gitty podcast, and this is your host, Gitty Katz. Here on the podcast, I want to open up the conversation to talk about things that maybe other people feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about because I'm just unapologetically me. Hey everyone, it's Gitty here, and I am especially excited today because I've got a really special guest to chat with, and I'm here today with Molly at the Modern Homeschooler on Instagram. And I asked Molly to get on the podcast after watching her stories and just really loving what she shares. And honestly, I was just really intrigued. And I think she's just going to have a lot of really great value to share with us today about homeschooling and just everything in general. So Molly, thank you so much for doing this with me today and speaking to my audience. I really greatly appreciate you taking the time to do this.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here
0: yeah, it's awesome. I love finding like-minded people and on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. I just, I love it.
1: Well, I'm I'm really excited to be here too. And I know a lot of people are probably going to go, why are you talking about homeschooling on your, on your podcast, you right. know, when it's not something you do, but that's what I absolutely love about social media specifically for as much, um, As much as people don't like social media for some of the other negative reasons, I love it for this because we can share with each other our lives, even though they're different and we can open up a world to something new, you know, and um, I just, I love it. So I'm excited to be here, even though we're not necessarily doing the exact same thing in life. It's great. You know,
0: and we're probably so different, more different than you could ever imagine. But at the same time, I love different people. I'm fascinated. I'm like, I want to know what you do. Yeah. I do not care what religion you are, what kind of politics you believe in, whatever. Let's yeah. be fun. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And that's the whole point of my podcast. You like literally just just nailed it up. again, like perfect, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what I want. I want people to be more accepting of each other.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wedding photographer. And that's one thing people always ask, what do you love about it? And I'm like, the people, like every single you know, client that comes away, they're just a completely different lifestyle, a completely different person, a job. So honestly, the funnest thing about being a wedding photographer is getting to know all these people I would never get to know had I not been for this job where it's just all walks of life, you know? Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's been fun over the last, you know, 18 years of doing that. Well, um, i have just, i seeing all these different people, you know, and experience a lot of worlds I never would have, you know? So. And I think
0: when you look on social media, you look at people and you just You see the name of their Instagram. You see some things about them. You don't really realize that much about them, what they've been doing. 18 years of photography, that's pretty cool. You wouldn't know that, you know? I mean, you can tell based on your photography skills. (laughs) But I think, like, generally, you don't really know that much about people when you just look off the bat. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So let's get into a a little more background about you. What else should we know about you?
1: oh um well random facts i mean i was raised in seattle um about just 10 minutes 15 minutes south of the space needle so um i'm a city girl at heart and um I grew up there and it was great. Um, I spent my younger years in public school and then we switched to a private school for high school. And um, it was awesome. So I did that and I participated in cross country. I actually wrestled in high school with the boys on the boys team. (laughs) Um, So that's something a little different. And uh, believe it or not, girls are actually really good at wrestling because we're more flexible in our hips. And so it's a lot harder for them to pin us because we can, flex, we can flex more than the guys can. So that's the most interesting thing probably from my childhood.
0: So I'll just personally give you a little bit of background as well. So me personally, I send my boys to, um, they're four and nine, two boys. I send them to a private school. It's local to here. I love it. Like I love mm-hmm. my son's school. And I think if I didn't love it, then I would have to think of something else. Because there's not a lot of schools like that that are open. Yeah. That let you have your space um, and so stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, I've just been fascinated by homeschooling, and I watch a lot of people on the subject because I'm so curious. I'm just like, really "Cool, <laughs> yeah. and it's very different." And it's, I think it's also very misconceived. Like people don't really know that much about it; and they just kind of make assumptions about what it is. yeah so, Although it's very, it's very different. It's a very different background. I think. Um, if I had the opportunity and I needed to like have them at a homeschool situation, I would really be open to it. So I want to sure. learn more about it just from a very basic standpoint. Sure. So that, Let's talk about like just basics. What does homeschooling involve?
1: Um, homeschooling involves educating your children in whatever way you see fit and in whatever way your state in particular has decided you need to educate. And it varies greatly depending on the state. So I educate my kids according to Washington state laws. Um, I have a lot of freedoms versus New York, unfortunately. (laughs) New York is one of the toughest ones to homeschool in, Um, but yeah, so education for me is not only instilling knowledge, but character, and a lot of people homeschool because there's a certain character they want their children to become as adults, and they find it hard to be able to do that if their kids are in school because they're not around their parents to educate them in a way, and so that's kind of what I believe education is, is knowledge and character. Ah,
0: Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for people that are sending their kids to schools outside of the house, we then have a big job in those small hours that are left in the day to give over whatever we can character-wise, at home because yeah. we still need to do that. It's very important. It's one of the most important things as they go out into the world and become adult, adult yeah. people. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you mentioned that you went to a regular mainstream mm-hmm kind of school. Um, Did your Mm -hmm. husband also go to, was he homeschooled?
1: Yes. He was homeschooled all the way through K through 12. And, um, and he, his parents actually started homeschooling before it was even legal in Washington state on them. But um, yeah, um, my husband's dad is an orchardist. He grows apples and um, for him, their biggest season is the summertime. And so they started homeschooling simply because they were very family oriented and they were like, I'm when I when his dad was off, he'd be in school, and if they weren't, you know, it was completely opposite of the normal schedule. So, they started homeschooling simply so they could take vacations in the winter months, and he would do school in the summertime because dad was too busy. So, that was the original reason. Ben has an older sister who was also homeschooled all the way through, but her claim to flame is she took she actually went to a half a year of kindergarten in the public school, and then and then they pulled her out, and so she was homeschooled K through 12. So, um, that was the funny thing when we got together. Well, when we were thinking about dating he like straight up said the best thing that ever happened to me was homeschooling and I want a wife who's going to homeschool my kids and if you don't want that we're not dating which at the time a lot of people go excuse me but I'm like I appreciated his fortrightness because it's like why would I waste my time with a guy if he's going to want me to homeschool if that's not something I want or vice versa yeah so um it's never been a question in our mind in our marriage there wasn't a big the big decision happened before we even started dating (laughs) So um, he was homeschooled, but that's how passionately he feels about the advantages he received homeschooling, um, why he wanted to make sure his kids had the same advantages.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that background also. That's so yeah. cool about the orchard, apple orchard.
1: Whoa. We live in the apple capital of the world. I know they call New York the big apple, but <laughs> you wouldn't, everyone in Wenatchee gets irritated with that because I live in Wenatchee, Washington, and we're the biggest producer of apples. So. Wow. Uh, yes, if you come here, you can eat, you know, 200 different varieties of apples and uh, never, never ends. And along with a bunch of other fruit. So we live, um, this area is unique where we also control a lot of the power for the Western United States because of all of the dams. So you have a real high tech group of people like my husband with fathers who are all orchardists. <laughs> so it's agri, it's a high tech agricultural area that we live in. So homeschooling is very high here
0: very high. Ah, okay. Huge community
1: of homeschoolers here. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. I was going to ask you as well about your husband's involvement with it. Like, are Mm. you doing a lot of the, um, preparation? Is he doing lessons plans together with you? Do you discuss those things? How does it work?
1: Um, Back when he was homeschooled, there was literally one option for homeschooling in the 80s, like a curriculum. And so that's pretty much what everyone did. In today's world, there's hundreds and it's like, it's an opposite of overwhelm. In the 80s, you were overwhelmed because you didn't even have anything to choose from. And now you're overwhelmed because there's so many options out there. It's like, how do I know which one's the best? (laughs) So anyway, so we started off with what he did, because if the will ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, And then we ended up kind of switching. But in the middle of that, me starting this, you know, my modern homeschooling page and all that stuff. The joke is like, Molly, why do I need to be involved? Clearly you're pretty passionate about it. I mean, you have a website and a blog. like. <laughs> <laughs> so he, for the most part, is pretty hands-off because he trusts me. And he also understands that I'm the main educator, the teacher. So I need to be comfortable with the curriculum. So He trusts me 100% with what I want to do, and he does step in now, because Harrison's into middle school math, you know, and geometry, and so now, a lot of times, Harrison does his math at night, because I'm not math-oriented, and so Ben will come home and do the math with him, but outside of that, um, it's all on me, but each family is different. There's a lot of families where, like, the dad teaches multiple subjects just because, and there's more of a family togetherness in that, but Ben's like, uh, no, you teach. When I come home. We're partying. Like we're not, <laughs> not continuing school. Cause he works 10 hour days. So it's like after 10 hours of working, I'm not going to come home and try and teach Latin. You know, it's just not. So, yeah. So no, so he's pretty hands off, but that, I will say it's a little more unique. Yeah. In our circle uh, for a dad to be so hands off.
0: Okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah. you know what? It has to work for you. And whatever yeah. does work the best, that's what you should do. Yeah about homeschooling for you what are some things that you really love about homeschooling
1: I love to not be controlled by a schedule because uh the biggest thing for us is you know being a wedding photographer the busiest time of year for us is actually September uh so many people get married in September and I don't know if it's you know because they graduate college and they wait the summer out. or I don't know what the deal is. It's not as hot and muggy. Anyway, so for me, it would be tough to do my job well and homeschool and like, and just having the beginning of the school year and all this stuff happening while I'm in the busiest season. Also, I'm a commercial photographer and I've been doing that for a long time. And the beginning of the fiscal year is now. So all the businesses have their money to revamp their websites because it's the beginning of the fiscal year. So um, that's my, the number one thing for me is not being tied down to a schedule. And um, Ben only works four days. He works four tens, So we don't do school on Fridays. Um, And so for me, thinking about having to wake up at seven in the morning to drive my kids to school and be tied, chain and, you know, you know, tied to that Monday through Friday, eight to three schedule, just like, this blows my mind that I'd have to be there if I wasn't homeschooling. So I guess it's probably the entrepreneur in me where I'm like, ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. (laughs)
0: Relate to that as an entrepreneur as well. Yes. Like, I love that freedom. I think that's oh. so important to be able to make your own schedule and also just be able to travel when you want to and go wherever you, your yes. heart desires. I love that. I love that. That's, that mm-hmm. makes sense that you like that. Yes. <laughs> I want to know also what you find are maybe some shortcomings, like some things that you don't love as much.
1: The funny thing about homeschooling to me is that everyone says it's awesome because you get to tailor it to your children. I think the problem with that is, is that if you're not careful, the character side can fail because, oh, no, Susie doesn't like math. I need to change the math curriculum because she doesn't like it. Oh, no, Harry doesn't like this because, oh, that's so hard for him. Or if you're in the public school system or, or any, any traditional school system, it's like, well, that's too bad because teacher, you know, Mrs. Alcorn says you have to do it. So you have to do it. So, in the public, so in that sense you 're teaching them you have to do hard things or you have to do things that that you might not understand why, Where with homeschooling, the tendency is to be like well i 've got to make this fun, I have to quit and do something else because you have so many options yeah. so if you 're not careful, you can miss out on some of the character building as well as you could potentially miss out on certain important subjects. Um, you know, like I'm really not a fan of certain sciences. Like I just really don't care about the stars. I don't care about astrology. (laughs) Like I don't care for going on nature walks, but I know it's important to learn them. And so the tendency could be like, well, Washington state says, I just have to do a science. It doesn't say what kind. And my kids could never learn about the stars. If I wasn't in a place to say, no, this is general knowledge. Every person needs to know we need to cover this. I like that. But again, it's it's all about self-control and doing what's
0: right. Yeah. And you know what? From my point of view, from my own upbringing and like going to a private school, they were not that, you know, into character. I can tell you that much. They were not into character building. <laughs> we were into subjects. What mark can you get on your math test? And let me tell you, I'm terrible at math and science. So those were not my subjects <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the writing. And that's so cool though, because you, you also have, they teach you biology and chemistry mm-hmm. and that's it. You never had a variety of like going on nature walks or going to yeah. camp. I'm watching your story about like this, This is amazing.
1: You're probably like, you're probably like, what? She's she's trying to break the mold by not going on a nature walk? I'm like, yeah, man, the homeschooling world, if you're not nature walking, you are not fitting in. Wow,
0: that's so interesting. (laughs) And what about your kids? Like, how do they feel about homeschooling? Is there things that they love or dislike about being homeschooled?
1: You know, I, I ask them that frequently, but it's a little bit hard because like I'm a twin as well. And so sometimes people ask, what's it like being a twin? And you're kind of like, well, I don't know any different, you know, or like, cause you know, Billie Eilish, you know, the singer Billie Eilish, she was homeschooled. Right. And so, yeah, like her parents homeschooled her specifically with the idea of her becoming a music star. No joke. If you look it up. So people ask her this homeschooling question all the time. And she says the same thing. She's like, I don't know. It's all I know. And because this is different than a lot of people as well, we have decided that there's no other option besides homeschooling. And part of that means then it puts the pressure on me to make sure that they have the proper education. I'm not going to fall back on something else. So it, it makes me be perfect with what I'm doing for homeschooling. So my kids really don't ask about going to the public school because it's not even an option for them. So right. they enjoy it. They definitely do see the school bus drive by sometimes at four and be like, yikes, they are just getting home from school. Oh my word. I've been playing video games for like two hours, like, <laughs> <laughs> or like whatever, you know, like, um, especially now when everyone's back in session, but we're still going to the water slides. It's like, they're like, oh my gosh, this is great. All those kids are back in school. I get the water slides to myself. Right. So, um, so yeah, so they enjoy it. Yeah. um the big struggle like I said though is they do understand that I have the freedom to teach them certain things and not and so sometimes that gets pulled where they're like mom do we really need to learn this you know like we don't have to like and I'm constantly having to say that so we try to pull that just a little bit you know yeah, so that's sure. tough
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm. when you work out so you work outside the house a lot mm-hmm. and then you're also inside doing homeschooling where's that separation? Like, how do you make that separation? How does that work?
1: I, you have to have an office. You have to have a room that I I worked for, uh, well, 10 years in this valley. I have worked as a wedding photographer here. And so my son, who's 12, I started homeschooling him at four. So eight years here it's all been homeschooling and working the whole time and um, I have worked without an office and with an office in the house and for sure I think the number one thing you have to do is literally physically if you can't have your own room to yourself put tape on the floor and say this little spot is my office when I step into this place I'm working and when I leave this place I'm not working and so even if it's a quick email that I need to send someone I'll walk down to my office in my house and send that email on that computer because it's that mindset of I'm working now and I'm not working. So, the biggest thing I think is time blocking. So, like on my phone, my my thing says I'm homeschooling until 2:30 p.m. I'll get back to you after this time. Um, and my office hours are you know two you know 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So my my brides they know call me at, call me between two and eight, which they don't mind because they can either call me at the end of their workday or they can call me at eight o'clock at night after they're done working. Okay. They know I'll answer. So it's all about time blocking and physical space, especially for small children that they, they understand that room is mom's working time.
0: Do you ever feel like when you're not teaching and you get asked some questions or like some school stuff, do you feel like you need to keep that separate as well from like your dinner time?
1: No, no, because homeschoolers say that life is school. School is life. And so that's the biggest thing that, you know, people always ask about, like, how do you teach them this and that? And it's like, they experience real life every day instead of being inside a building with that's been age segregated for 10 hours, eight hours a day, seven hours a day. And so for me, like that, every opportunity is a learning opportunity. So at 10 o'clock at night, when we're driving home, and there happens to be the stars out, and they're asking about what constellation that is, instead of being like, I really don't care about the stars, kids. I'm sorry. (laughs) Instead, we'll quickly Google it and say, oh yeah, yeah, that is, that's this constellation and there it is. And so we, as homeschoolers, that's the whole goal in life is that that you realize as an adult, everything is a learning opportunity. Everything should be educating you. And so we would, we would, I would never stop my kids from asking that question no matter time of day.
0: And I love that, like being out and being able to have a kind of a lesson of like, look at that. Remember we talked about that, and now you kind of see it out of the world? That's super
1: totally. Cool. Yeah.
0: I love that. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of got a background of what, like, how you got into the homeschooling, why you do it, what you love about it. I love that. So interesting, really. Um, what would you tell someone who is curious about homeschooling, is mm-hmm. looking into it, and maybe they're just are having some concept. What would you tell them?
1: Well, first, you have to decide where the misconceptions came from. If it's like that one creepy homeschooler at ballet class or we all have that one story. Like everyone has that one story of the wedding photographer who took way too long. And they always tell that story over and over again. It's the same thing. Is like, is it a, like you have to ask them, say, wh- why do you, why do you assume that? Is it just because the world tells you that or did you have one bad experience? But the first thing you honestly have to do um, for the misconceptions, it's really easy just to start with the law. Because if you go to your state and you can see what the homeschooling laws are in your state, then that's the first misconception out of the way. That's very, it's completely unbiased because it's the law. whether you're religious or not religious, whether you're this or that, or why you're homeschooling, it doesn't matter because this, this is the first bar is home is the law. So you can start there and then you can see, can I homeschool based off of what this law is telling? Like, do I personally feel like I could do this? And then that's where you start. And then you can say, oh, I've been so biased about that. But gosh, oh, my word, North Carolina allows this for homeschoolers. Homeschoolers are doing this because it's the law, not because they're a certain way, you know. Right. So I think that's the first thing.
0: That makes sense because I didn't even think about that. I didn't even know there was laws. And that makes sense. You need to know what's involved, right? That's so naive of me. Of course there's laws about it. It's heavily
1: regulated in New York. There's a lot of laws for homeschooling in New York. Certain states, there's almost no laws. And then in other states, it's very heavily regulated. So it really depends on what state you're in. But yeah, no, there's laws and there are constantly fighting laws. So um even this last year they wanted like right now in Washington state the compulsory age for home, for school is 8 meaning your kid does not have to be like you can wait to send your kid to school even public school until they're 8 years old wow so that's the compulsory age so recently some lawmakers were trying to make it 6 well there's people fighting that tooth and nail saying it's our right you know because they they just want the kids younger and younger and younger in school wow. anyways um anyway so there's laws like that being fought daily for homeschooling and education on top of all of the education bills for public schools and private schools. Right. Homeschooling is a whole nother layer that you wouldn't know about unless you're affected by it. Right. Right. If you want to really research something controversial, I won't share my opinion here on it, but <laughs> there was a huge law going about, um, asked, like saying that uh, certain States were requiring you to vaccinate your kids, even if you were homeschooling. And that was majorly controversial about vaccinations. I mean, we're not going to talk about vaccinations, what we believe here, but I'm just saying that's all happening around you for homeschooling, whether you should force homeschoolers to be vaccinated or not. So it's like you're sitting here thinking you have freedom at home for those who don't or whatever. I'm not going to say, but um, that that was a huge, I mean, people were marching the capitals of the local states officials about it both ways on both sides of the fence. So anyways lots of things happening lawfully
0: I want to ask you about your Instagram and what your goals are for it because that's where I found you and I think your Instagram is awesome so what do you want to do with it like what opportunities would you hope for in the future
1: Honestly, right now, the main goal was really to spread the message to to quit the stereotype of a girl in a long jean skirt and a tight hair bun, you know, as the homeschooler, you know, Um, and that's honestly right now raising the awareness of it. And um, and so my, my goal for that is to say that you can homeschool if you want to. I think there's a lot of moms and dads out there who honestly do want to homeschool, but they don't feel capable. And for those parents who feel that way, I want to empower and encourage them to do what they feel is right. I am not someone who believes every single child should be homeschooled under the sun. But in this day and age, we're all about empowerment in a lot of ways. But um, I'm not sure if the general public or the government is trying to empower parents to educate their kids how they see fit that's my whole goal is just to be like hey there are resources and you can be normal and homeschool <laughs> and um, and so yeah so that's my goal right now um, also to some of the products a lot of the products out there for homeschooling right now are still pretty old school and um, I believe um, that we should be just because like homeschoolers should be on the forefront of a lot of things I mean homeschoolers a lot of people believe are really intelligent which they are um, and a lot of homeschoolers do a lot of things um that require a lot of brains but also artistically and everything and so a big part of me is like when you pick up a curriculum and you're like this looks like it's from 1995 like like that that does not put a good name for homeschooling and so eventually i would love to design i don't want to create the curriculum i just want to design the covers like make it cool and modern and something that you feel proud to carry around and show your non-homeschooling friends instead of being like okay yeah 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 that cover's really lame but i promise you the curriculum's great like (laughs) so that's that's my main goal you know and just open open up a conversation about it yeah and also too even if you don't homeschool full-time Even giving parents the opportunity if like one of, I feel like sometimes people who are in traditional school full time, they feel like, oh, well, I couldn't teach my kid this one subject that they're really, really excited about that they don't have time for. And it's like, even if I empower a traditional schooling family to be like, we can actually learn a very niche thing that my kid wants on Saturday because there's a curriculum for that one thing, then cool. So that's also part of why I want to, you know, You can be modern and you can home
0: educate. And that just opened my mind because my older one, my nine-year-old, just always is talking about paleontology. Oh. Yeah. He wants to be a paleontologist when he grows up. He's fascinated and he constantly talks about it. And I'm like, you know, I wish I knew more about this. Um, It's so cool. And that's something that you just opened my mind to is like, maybe if I did learn, I could actually sit with him and teach him something. That you don't have to be a homeschooler to be able to sit and teach your kids.
1: Yeah. Do that instead of, you know, going shopping one day with your kid. And the thing is, too, for stuff like this, you don't have to learn it before he does. You can learn it while he learns it. Sure. And, and that's the same. If you think about it, too, it's like he's only nine. Like, you have the intelligence of a nine-year-old. <laughs> so when you, if you don't have to prepare and read ahead, you can literally crack the book open for the first time with him. And I think there's a humbleness about it when your children go, oh, mom's learning this right now. I don't know everything. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, kids, I totally just learned about this thing in paleontology. You know, that's really cool. I didn't know that. And so you don't feel like you have to know anything more than you already do, you know, and you, you get to learn alongside your son. And the biggest like thing that you'll hold over and again with homeschooling is they say it's redeeming your education, meaning your education you got might not have been as cool as the homeschool education you're giving your kid, but you can redeem your education by self-educating now, you know? And so
0: redeem your education with paleontology you know, over the winter. <laughs> I would totally do that. I think, um, yeah, it's just about being open-minded. Well, yeah. I think I pretty much covered a lot for like basic beginners who yeah. are maybe just curious about it. Like I was, um, mm-hmm. but is there anything you want to add?
1: I would say if this really piques your interest with homeschooling there's one YouTube video that you can watch that can kind of kind of get you going if you kind of are contemplating it and it's through simply charlotte mason which is a type of curriculum and it's also an educational philosophy if you will but they have a YouTube video called the five flavors of homeschooling and anyone can go and in essence all educational philosophies really in the world public or private or homeschooling otherwise, fall under one of these five umbrellas. And from there, you can like watch the short video, take a test, and you can kind of figure out what you are as a parent. And that really will help you see, honestly, first off, if you're happy with the education your kids are receiving, if you identify with a different kind of education under that umbrella. And that kind of helps set in motion the first phases of thinking about your kid's education differently.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. an awesome uh, reference because I looked up on YouTube just like for some background and I was like, wow, there are a lot of videos on this. Oh, and yeah. You know where to go. <laughs> no, it's No,
1: there's a lot out there. There's a lot. Yeah.
0: And my last thing I want to ask you, and I, I'm going to ask everyone who gets on the podcast
1: mm-hmm. about
0: something that you maybe think that people are uncomfortable about or shameful about for no reason that you wish they'd be a little more accepting of in general. Like, just in life in general.
1: This is a little bit tough. I don't know which one I was I was trying to think about that too about what would be something that's most shameful that you want them to talk about. Honestly, if I want to pertain it to education is their how smart they are. Because I think some people especially in today's world, you're ignorant if you believe this way or you're more educated if you believe this way or I'm not smart enough for this. You hear a lot of that self talk all the time. Like I'm not smart enough and people don't talk about it. They're like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not a good reader or I'm not as smart this. And I just, I would rather people be okay with not knowing things and talking about it. And then you can, you can grow from that. But I feel like it's not okay to not be smart in everything, you know, especially in today's world where we're always talking at each other. It's like, it's okay to not know something and I feel like people would talk more about what they don't know so we can start more conversations instead of just being like, oh yeah 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 totally I totally know yeah, about
0: that That's so true and that is something that I as well wish that that was talked about more and people would be a little less uncomfortable about so, um, anyways, <laughs> where should they where should people go find you if they want to learn more? I know you so you have your Instagram we mentioned your Instagram is there anything else that you do that you would love for people to
1: Yeah. Um, Instagram is the modern homeschooler. Um, YouTube. I have some YouTube videos. I'm actually coming out with a photo one Oh one course for middle schooler and high schoolers for free on YouTube geared towards middle schoolers. So if you want to go to YouTube and let your middle schooler, whether they're homeschooled or not, if they want to learn photography at home, they can go to there. We also have other, um, stuff on YouTube there and yeah and I do have a podcast but it's definitely not as cool and as hip as yours I haven't done it in a while but if you want to learn if you want to dive deep into my world I have not a ton of podcasts but the modern homeschooler on a podcast that may be resurrected someday but for now I'm focusing my efforts on the YouTube courses for middle school high schoolers (laughs) so
0: awesome thank you so much thank you yeah you're welcome thank you for having me And now, I just want to thank all of you listeners who tuned in to the Unapologetically Gifty podcast today. And I will be back with another one next week, so stay tuned. And if you found value in any of this, please do share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts in the future.